All right, all right, all right. This is Will Dick with the Art of Floundering Podcast. Peace and love morning show, 924 or 21 with Wes from Stream Surf, Wes and Jess. And we enjoy everyday TV. We are in the process of setting up, which means I just hit the stream button. Wes, the mic's off. Hey, Radio Parless, we'll play a little music while we set up. Give us a minute or two, gang. Just rock with some garage jam. All right, we're streaming, dude. That's right, kids. We're going to talk about it today, man. We're going to talk about Jim Henson. Sesame Street inundated with the hemp plant. It's coming. Apostasy all over the Children's Television Network here on the Art of Floundering Podcast. Hey, I remember a time when I could walk down the streets and not be inundated with the hemp plant. We'll be right there, kids. Bam, the Art of Floundering podcast. We're streaming. We're live on Podbean. Let's put my glasses on. We've got the voice of Wes, only crazy lady, radio parless, and Heidi Jensen, 2009. Heidi, I don't recognize seeing you on here, but thank you. And Howard's here. Welcome to the Art of Floundering podcast. We have Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess, man. And we enjoy everyday TV. I'm going to turn it over to Wes for the subject. Wes, what's this morning's first subject? This morning, our this morning our first subject would be uh, Jim Henson's birthday. It's it's the master's birthday. Uh, the man who who really really brought it to brought it to the mainstream. I grew up with Jim Henson. Loved loved Sesame Street and all of that. Uh, and and I'm just I'm excited. We've we've actually going to have some uh, content for Saturday. Uh, just in honor of Jim Henson and the Muppets and Sesame Street. This is awesome, man. Saturday, Stream Surf with Wes and Jess at 11 p.m. Eastern. Took me a while. And that's on <laughs> Stream Surf with Wes and Jess on Facebook and YouTube and on Twitter. Um, but the stream will be on Facebook and YouTube, correct? The live- yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so Jim Henson, for those of you that are too fucking young. See, we already lost people. They're like, who's, who's Jim Henson? Boomer. The Muppets, the fucking Sesame Street. This is how we learned before fucking handheld devices, man. Our parents would sit us down in front of the fucking TV and go drink and say, shut up and watch TV. That's the way they did it back in my day. I don't know about you guys, but back in my day, your parents would sit you in front of the TV and tell you to shut the fuck up and watch the fucking Muppets. Watch Sesame Street, right? That's back in my day. You sit yep. in front of that yep. thing and, and Sesame street was great. It taught me about, you know, it was always, if I remember correctly, they always had a focus on one number and a letter and there's all kinds of characters. Now my, I did not like the count. 
I found I found the count to be OCD. One, two, three. The count was on the fucking <laughs> spectrum, dude. Right? He was. He was like Rain Man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's three. One, two, three. One, two. Fucking stop counting, count. Just for once. Just just fucking smoke weed. Right? They they uh, you mentioned that about the count being on the spectrum. It's only been maybe one or two years that Sesame Street has added a an autistic child to Sesame have Street. They? Okay, I did not know that. They have they have done that, and our viewers ought to know, even the younger ones, with Sid the Science Kid, uh, his son, Chris Henson, continued on with the legacy, and a lot of uh, PBS programming uh, is still produced by the Henson uh, Corporation. Uh, they, they continue to educate children with, uh, I know that Sid the Science Kid is, is one of theirs. It's it's great with motion capture and 3D characters and everything. And uh, and I believe I believe Dinosaur Train might also be one of their productions that they're a part of. But uh, no, they and Jim Henson working with those Muppets uh, going back. There's there's coffee commercials. There's all sorts of things. But then uh, I believe it was 74, 73, maybe uh, when they when they came out and you you didn't have anything that good or that. Uh, and, and just the, it, it gave us just like Mr. Rogers gave us a, a sense of everybody, including, and, and being kind of that, uh, uh, very inclusive type of show. Uh, I've, I've got to get it. It did, it did have a moral, you know, compass to it and everything. Uh, and I, I enjoyed it and then enjoyed, you know, the Muppets when they came out with prime time with the Muppet show. Uh, where you had your new characters, uh, you know, uh, with uh, with Miss Piggy and the other cast members, Gonzo and such, which everybody, they're still fucking making those movies. I know. Uh, Guy's got legacy. Guy's got legacy. Uh, he's, he's just amazing, if you ask me. Well, it's Jim Henson's birthday, and you guys are going to have some content to celebrate on Saturday, man. I, I don't want to give it away, but we are going to have uh, a harken back to a Sesame Street one of the segments that would concentrating on a number where they're counting something. Oh, and uh, I, I do want to mention it's, it is 420 friendly. Oh, so uh, we did write two songs yesterday. That one we are going to be able to uh, produce for Saturday. Uh, the other one, it needs more lyrics uh, because it's one that, uh, that may actually be a takeoff on the Sesame street uh, a song, but where now weed is legal, so everything's different. Yeah, man. So yeah, it'll be. I'll, I'll, since we're on this subject, I'm going to say something that's not popular. I wasn't a fan of Mister Rogers. I was not. I, 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 um, as a kid. Now, isn't it? Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder if we're all going to be honest, and I'll be honest. I, I appreciate Mister Rogers now as an adult. But as a kid, I found it boring as fuck. And, you know, he, he came in with his fucking, and he changed his sweater. He just reminded me of every weirdo at church, man. I'm, I'm not, not trying to, he just did. He had that, hey, he had that real, what, we, what I like to call the priesthood voice. And, um, you know, he's a great dude. Don't get me wrong. But as a kid, it just, I, I couldn't relate to it. I couldn't, I mean, I was in Atlantic City, and he's got this beautiful neighborhood and all this shit. I couldn't relate to Mr. Rogers, man. But as I grew up, as I grew up, I, you know, I know there's other kids that that's people that say they did, and he really helped them and all that. And 
I'm sure he did. He, he was a great fucking human being. I just was not entertained by Mr. Rogers as a kid. I just wasn't. I didn't like it. I'm 100% in agreement with you. I never, I did not like it. It wasn't until I was an adult right. and, and then uh, had children that I really, oh, okay, yeah, I guess, oh, yeah, that's neat. And right. then I got to, because I didn't give a shit about the land of make-believe. I didn't give a shit about those, yeah. those, that whole scenario seemed, to be honest, I was comparing it to Sesame Street, which I thought was fucking awesome. Right. It and was these like- characters, I didn't like, meow, meow. I didn't like the fucking characters. Oh. I didn't like any of that as a kid. So I was, I was, I would not watch it. I was of the same opinion uh, that you have that uh, uh, fuck that show. I'm going to watch something else. Uh, I did watch Sesame Street. I always enjoyed because uh, there was there was subtle humor in some right. of it, too. Uh, it, it seemed it seemed more intelligent. I don't know. Uh, and and maybe that my, well, my daughters love. They love, love Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I guess it, it depends on the person. It really does. I just wasn't wired for it, man. You know, uh, me either. But I think, you know. It, it, one of the appeals about like the Muppets as a kid is I, I never liked when adults kind of came into the scene. I just didn't. And that's what I liked about Charlie Brown too. the peanuts. You never saw fucking adults. And his teacher was want, 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 you know, it's like adults never existed in that world. And I fucking dug it, man. I, that's what I dug about the peanuts, but it seemed like it, it's kind of, um, I know people have must have, you said Chappelle made fun of the fucking Sesame street. It's right for fucking satire man i mean yeah it, it, you know but yeah i mean so jim henson man birthday and then what there was something else wasn't there something else ah fuck it'll come oh, up. the the other thing uh that i had noticed uh was china's crackdown on cryptocurrency and uh and what that is doing to the uh to the cryptocurrency the bitcoins the ethereum and those those other things they're all taking a huge hit today because china china has said hey this is illegal uh transactions with this shit's illegal we're gonna crack down on this because a lot of illicit activity is done using bitcoins oh no it's for our own good thank you china good thank you well and and i don't uh, i don't know that we're gonna it'll be interesting to see is our government gonna do any pushback yes they don't want this shit they don't want this shit yes yes uh, a pushback against China? Our government's going to? Our gov- No, our government's going to fucking suck the dick of China and get right on board with a pushback on fucking Bitcoin because deep down, no government wants cryptocurrency because cryptocurrency means the people have control and the institutions don't. So fucking exactly. once again, you guys could fucking jerk off and whatever and go, okay, boomer, and go twist off with your fucking cryptocurrency. I'm from the fucking real world and the government's going to come down on you like a ton of fucking bricks. And at the end of the day, it won't be any different than any other fucking form of currency. So enjoy your fucking moment now because it's coming to an end. And this isn't like, I'm just telling you fucking reality, man. It's either that or we don't, or we, we live in fucking anarchy. I did. There's no fucking way governments are going to fucking play ball with this bullshit. Oh, wait a minute. You got Atari. You've got Atari crypto? Okay, by all means, pay the fuck. It ain't happening. It's not happening. I don't care what fucking Elon says. You know, there is nobody more powerful, nobody, than the fucking systems that we have developed to help us that are there to quote help us. And China just said it. It's for our own good. 
the the, the systems but, are going to determine that that the two we can't have this kind of freedom because then you might do crazy shit like buy things that they're not aware of that they can't track and tax oh that but anything that must be the underground economy right you know i.e drugs and prostitution well fuck off but i'm just telling you that's why we'll always have some form of cash you know because you have to have an underground economy you have to i don't care what fucking utopian fucking wet dream you're living in there's always going to be an underground economy <coughs> and so you know and all these youngers everybody can disagree with me man but i'm i'm coming from fucking reality i'm not coming from fucking you know classroom fucking lecture with my fucking 60s reject professor with the patches on his fucking blazer that's never worked a fucking real job and the only thing this guy can do is fucking point out what's wrong without one fucking solution college professor as they fucking write their woke fucking bullshit research papers that can't be replicated but you better not fucking deviate from the woke fucking narrative that has become the college campus and by the way i'm a free speech advocate and i'm left to center but college campuses have become a haven of fucking wokeism and an echo chamber, an echo chamber. And so have fun fucking with your fantasy of cryptocurrency. I'm going to grow old. I'm going to smoke weed. I'm not going to buy into the volatility. I'm not even going to let it affect me because these governments are going to, I'm sorry. I mean, whatever you said, I, Wes, everybody can disagree with me, but I'm here to fucking tell you there is no fucking way. I mean, I'm, I'm saying there'll be cryptocurrency. But the things that you enjoy about cryptocurrency, get used to not having them. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, all right, I'm done. I'm done. Well, they they may end up finding ways, uh, finding ways to, to. I mean, yes, I totally fucking agree. They're they're gonna do whatever they can to clamp down to take to try to take advantage of it. Uh, but the uh, you brought up Elon Musk. I'm waiting to see what his reaction is because Elon Musk uh, just got done. With a with a fucking coddle China, fucking uh, thing, ta uh, 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 talking about China's uh, productions, their uh, their abilities over there, and how impressed he is, and how he wants he wants cooperation between China and the U.S. in space. So it'll be really interesting I want to see what too. Elon, because Elon just got done getting his mouth off of China publicly, and and. Uh, and, you know, is he going to be able to, oh, what can I say about this? Because, you know, crypto is his thing. Now, the, the, what they might be able to, the, the angle, one angle that they can use, and it was interesting, uh, what scientists brought up and what does exist out there in the blockchain, because of the way crypto works, there's this big fucking thing called blockchain. Yeah. And in the go. memo section of blockchain, there, uh, there's illegal things as mm -hmm. though child pornography can't yes. exist. Uh, that's which. So if you get paid and that blockchain gets downloaded into your wallet, you could be walking around hey, with porn. You, God only knows what's in there. Yeah. God only knows. Exactly. You know. And you could have that in your wallet and in your possession, uh, which, which means you're, you're fucking committing a felony. So it's really going to be interesting to see what happens with fucking. Uh, now, look, with, having with said this, this uh, you know, I, I, I am not like, you know, anti-change. I'm just being realistic with this. I just think, you oh, know, yeah. and let me get off the rant is that it's just, look, man, there's just no fucking way. Now, the average Chinese citizen is probably just like us in dire need of weed. 
And so I'm going to get back to really, and I'm going to be fucking serious. And this is, I mean, I half ass want to stop smoking weed enough to get a clearance again and go back into government service and really, really push this point. Cause I really don't care anymore about career, you know, but you know, it'd be kind of cool to get reinstated at my same level, which was, which would call the senior executive level. Right. And, and to, uh, because I would really like to fucking, I, I, di I did not work in like, I wish I would have, but I didn't work in like intelligence, but I wish I did in psychological warfare and all that, because I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm half to weed. It's the answer. I'm, and I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not, I'm going to tell you a story about weed. Know somebody very close to me that was drinking every day, starting to become a very major fucking problem. Very major problem. Had all kinds of other issues with separating a very high demand, stressful job and leaving that and being able to compartmentalize that shit. That shit was in his head 24-7. No matter what shrink they would see, no matter what new age fucking deep breathing fucking exercise they would do, these things. So Dr. Will Dick steps in and, and writes a prescription of, I, I don't fucking, I'm, I'm done listening. You need to smoke weed, but, but, but I, do you want to listen to what I have to say? Or do you want to? Yeah, but I'm not giving you a like, smoke fucking weed and shut the fuck up. Just do it now. Well, I'll think about it and, and I'll never forget this. I'm thinking about it. No, take action now. Not fucking. This is Saturday. Go to the dispensary now, right this fucking second. And I told him, I said, don't fucking call me unless you, you have smoked weed today. I don't want to hear from you. It was tough love. It was an intervention. Your life is out of fucking control. And the only thing that's going to help bring it into control is weed. And I know that's counterintuitive and I know people, are, and I'm telling you, 100% turned around. 100% can is getting ready to get promoted at work and compartmentalize that bullshit. It's fully engaged with his family is it, it, all this shit, right? Not drinking anymore. Health 100 times better lost all kinds of weight. Oh, you, you name it. Everything better smoked weed, all these tensions, all this bullshit, all this China, this Afghanistan, that middle East, this Egypt, that what are we going to do in the fucking middle East? What are we going to do about fucking Russia? Everybody seems to hate. We're going to deploy fucking weed. That's what we're going to do. We're going to fucking carpet bomb the mid beast with fucking weed until you get with the fucking program. We will not stop bombing you with fucking hemp plant. You can't walk out your door without a fucking barrel of fucking weed hitting you. And it's going to be flyers in whatever the local language of the time is. It's okay to fucking take fuck you to your authority figures and inject this. And I'm telling you guys, all this bullshit, uh, every, all this fucking, I'm going to, I am going to talk about, I'm going to talk about this insane YouTube channel. Fucking people smoke weed, smoke weed. It will, it will make you humble. It will, it will show you that you don't know shit and it will help you find acceptance with the fact that you don't know shit. I don't know shit. I will never know shit. The reason why I'm here is there is no reason. There's no big purpose. There's no higher purpose. There's no goal. I don't have a mission. I haven't been selected for shit. I am one of a bunch of random fucking cells that are here. 
right? That's what I am. I'm good with all that. Weed has helped show me that my, my role here in life is to not be an asshole. That's it. And try to make the world a better place. Weed will do that. And you can laugh and you can joke. But we spent trillions trying to get people to fucking change their way of thinking. And we've done it with violence. And we're going to, you know, and I'm just talking about China. You want to defeat, that's how you do it. You fucking boom. Get their youngsters on the fucking weed. Get fucking good music, good art. Things that cause you to fucking question the status quo and speak truth to power. Because once you do that, then you don't start, you don't see every, you don't see individuals as fucking enemies. You start putting things in a proper context. That Jen or whatever his fucking name is, Witty the Pooh, he's not the enemy. It's the system that they, so, and it's our systems. We need, we need weed to be able to look at these systems and break down our inherent fucking walls that don't want to see things that are right there in front of our face that might be unpleasant. Weed helps you look at the unpleasantness and be cool with it. It's like, wow, I'm not Brad Pitt. Hey, that's all right. Hey, guess what? I'm probably not going to fucking get laid tonight. I'm probably going to jerk off again. That's okay, man. I'm smoking weed, right? You don't see the angry fucking involuntary celibate fucking dudes that are out pissing and moaning about why they can't fucking get laid. That Send them fuckers weed. Lots of it. Inject it into their fucking eyeballs if you have to. Fucking start doing weed interventions on those that are close to you. And I am not fucking joking. You know somebody that's intolerable? Get them on the pot. Get them on the pot. There is a fucking YouTube channel. I'm not going to say the name of it, but it's like some fat, it's a dressmaking site that has now been taken hostage by the insane. Okay? According... I'm not going to get into specifics, but holy, and what's funny is it's like no different than any other doomsday prophecy, right? You know, Armageddon. It's going to come here. It's going to come here. Fuck it. We're going to take phone calls. Let's see what happens. Somebody just came in. Somebody just came in and hit the call. Let's see what he's got to say. I'm in the mood. Yeah, he didn't come on. Somebody just came in and hit the call button. So, hey, if you want to call in, I'll take it. Be ready to, I mean, hopefully you're listening. Talk, it'll be on subject, but we'll take calls. Why not, man? You know, but anyway, I'm it's serious. Friday. No, it's I, Friday. I, I'm kind of joking here. You know, I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. Getting back to your Bitcoin thing. Yeah, I just, I mean, I'll, without passion or prejudice, you know, I, I do think I like it. I love it. Right. I love the concept. I, I and especially like in undeveloped countries, you know, um, it is it is, you know, the it is really, really difficult, man. Now, if, if you are in disadvantage, I, I uh, you know, I would say that I was not in a place of advantage earlier in life. Right. But I had there were things to crawl out. I had that. I had the advantage of, of things in place to get you out of a, a position of disadvantage. These days, it is such a deep fucking hole if you are born into disadvantage, right? Third world here in this country. It's real. I mean, I'm sorry. It's not, well, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, Tiger. It's a different fucking environment. It's a different world, man. So I do dig the thought of Bitcoin. But I also know, not know, my sense of things in like we were talking about yesterday is there's like this power struggle going on with establishments and us. 
companies want us to stop telecommuting. They want us to buckle down. Hey, man, okay, COVID's over. Get back to work. You, you can already feel it. You can feel it. Feel it, right? Hey, the economy's doing fine, man. You don't need any fucking get back to work. And you get, you know, and now we're going to have this power struggle. And during this hiatus, when we've been away, social distance, fucking churches are imploding because people stopped going to churches and they're like, hey, there's something else I can do with my time. I'm smoking weed and um, or, or whatever. And, you know, people are reevaluating a lot of shit and all that's good. The thing is, if you look at TikTok, which is developed by China, it, in my opinion, if you understand the concept, it, they do this in the military, high demand church do this. They keep you fucking busy, always busy doing something. So you're not introspective. That's the being intellectual, being introspective is a, is a danger to the status quo. So go on TikTok and shake your, your, your fucking six pack or your fucking whatever to a country song and go do that. And, 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 and don't question these other things, but I just, you know, like I said, and, and we, this country will maybe not a hundred percent, but we'll kowtow because we're all addicted to the same thing. All of me included. We're addicted to growth and to keep growing. We need China and China likes to grow too. And China needs us. We can't, we're like, we're like all mafia. All these countries now are like mafia families, man. They can't be a mafia war. It's bad for business, you know? And so I look for more collusion between China and the United States as far as that goes, man. I just, like I said, I think a world of regulations coming. I think there'll be a five-year window like there is with everything, right? Like I, I predicted Amazon's going to have antitrust legislation thrown at them one day. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. Um, you know, the, the shipping company, what's going to happen. It, it, Amazon's got every day fucking they're what's called vertically and horizontally integrated, which means there's nothing outside their fucking control. Uh, you know, they're brilliant, but they're, they're developing a monopoly in some people's eyes. And I, I you know, if you're going to say what Microsoft was doing was a monopoly or antitrust, well, I'm sure somebody's going to find something that Amazon's doing. So, You've got a window here to have your little fucking fun with Bitcoin, but it will be clamped down I, I, within five years. That's just, uh, Wes. I'm sorry, I'm done ranting, but that's just my opinion. No, and, and you're you're right. I don't. I know that they're going to want to get their hands on it. They've got to clamp down on that sort of thing, or they're going. They feel they've got to clamp down on that sort of thing. And the 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 thing, the thing that gets me. Uh, when I when I think about it, because you know I agree with you, you you always have to have your underground currency. Uh, but the the thing that gets me is the environmental impact. I think they yes. really need, and that's that gives them more of a more of a reason to also clamp down on it. China China was on uh, track here, a uh, hundred and thirty million metric tons of carbon emissions caused by data mining. Yeah. which is uh, the equivalent of, of the Czech Republic and Qatar. Uh, it's, it's a huge, so it's another area. You know, these things, in order, these really should be run by uh, renewables. We really should. Uh, it's, it's another thing that, that's going to that's gonna have to change because it, it does require so much computing power in order to do the mining on these. And, and uh I got a buddy so that's I, I, into this shit, and he's mining for Bitcoin, and it's like, oh, my power bill was a thousand this month, right? Yep. And uh, 
you know, but that's okay. I made 20. I'm like, man, and it's fucking, you know, I, I like, once again, I, I was wrong about Amazon when they first came out. I was wrong. And I'm, I, I could very, I'm talking out of my ass. I could very well be wrong about this. This is just opinion. That's not based on any data spreadsheet analysis, research whatsoever. It's just my spidey sense of, of getting fucked by systems over these past 56 years. Um, that that's what they do at the end of the day. They will, they will insert and, and they will fucking pound your ass, man. And, and that's just what they do. That's because if there's anything that's going to threaten a system, it's going to fucking pound your ass. We, 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 you know, it's just going to, it's going to beat you down. And, and so I just don't think Bitcoin, you know, like I said, when I heard Atari's going to do it, you know, what the fuck are you going to do with Atari Bitcoin besides be a douchebag geek and say you have Atari? What the fuck are you going to do with Atari Bitcoin? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and now everybody's getting on it. You know, fuck, I was thinking about doing it, having an art of floundering podcast cryptocurrency. It's not, it's, I mean, I've got, I've got the blockchain because I am looking at the NFTs, right? Why not do yeah. that? But I, once again, I don't want to do anything that's hustling fucking money. And especially in something like, it's so volatile. Is crypto where Elon Musk can go on one day and say one thing and that controls the fucking Ethereum or what was it? Do Dogecoin? He was going to take Dogecoin to the fucking Mars he was gonna, or to the moon. One of those, right? Ooh, that's yep. going to really increase its value. It's baseball card bullshit. Look what happened with fucking baseball cards, what they tried to do to create fake value, fake rarity. Fuck, dude, that is not fucking even in the new world some of these solid business practices will still apply, even though it'll be digital. The, 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 some of these sound business practices are, are timeless, man. And, and so anyway, that's it. I'm done. We'll talk about weed and sex and tits and ass and cock and balls, but you know, weed and sex and tits and ass and cock and balls. You must be talking about Saturday night, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. Yes. Uh, let, uh, we'll go ahead and throw a plug out here since Please. we're at our, half half hour mark a saturday night on stream surf with wes and jess over on facebook and on youtube uh we're going to be streaming live along with will dick from the art of floundering podcast uh we're going to have some uh new content uh my life has gotten better and there there is weed and so i've actually got uh i had mentioned we're the gonna power have of a, prayer a, the power, the of power prayer. of prayer brought it. That's yeah. what it was. I it fast was and prayed all day. I fapped all day yesterday. Oh my God. I've accepted Jesus as my savior yeah. after I got that call yesterday. And right. you know, I was on the fence about it, right. but, uh, so here we are and we're going to have some new content along with some songs and some other stuff, uh, 11 o'clock Eastern time. If you're, if you're at home on a Saturday night and you're scrolling through anyway, Hey, stop by, uh, stop by, say hi. Just join us for the for the fuck off that we do that is Saturday night. Yeah, and I'm going to Amazing Slacker 12. We've got 11 episodes into the Amazing Slacker. Uh, not going to be a new episode this week. We'll resume nonstop next week, but I'm going to have some content, you know. I'm on, like I said, Wes, I'm on this art thing here. I've been doing a lot of fucking art, 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 art. And so uh, this week, and, you know, this is this is what I call the infrastructure week where I build up new sets new animations, all this new shit. So I'm building all that. But as I do that, you know, it's not just for puppet shows. I really, I'm going to do, you know, like I said, well, I'll have some stuff on Saturday, but please tune in Saturday at 11 PM, man. And, uh, 
let's do a shout out to who we have here, man. We've got people. Radio Parless. Um, Confi Hoff, what's up? Uh, I am so sorry. Laz, Lazolium Triple Three, Trip Tray, Tulian, Penthouse. I am so bad with these because I don't have my. Howard, voice of Wesson, the only crazy lady. Hey, I wonder if only crazy lady's mom is there with her smoking pot with her. Because I, I, her mom needs to, only crazy lady, I'd like to have your mom call in. She needs to be taken to task. We need to know what specifically your mom did to cause the only crazy lady to be spawned, man. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Wes, okay, so getting back to this crazy site. Hey, she's calling in. Let's see here. Maybe it's mom. Let's see. We got a phone call. Hello? Let's see here. Um, okay, oh, hang on. Who? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. It's just only okay. Crazy. Awesome. Yeah. No. Mom's in. Mom's in her trailer in bed. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. So what did she? What? 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 Was she there just smoking weed with you yesterday or the day before? Was that what was going uh, on? Oh, we were in the car smoking weed on the way home. <laughs> okay. That's, that's, yeah. That's okay. Somebody else was driving, obviously, right? You know, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, I wasn't driving. Yeah, uh, but oh, yeah. Good example. So, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm conscious yeah. today. I'm not gonna pass that on you guys today. I promise. Okay. All right. So, what? What do you got uh, what you going on this weekend? You got a big. Oh, big actually, we had the weekend off. The first cool. one since June. Right, right, and then but next weekend is our last concert, so and and it's um, it's another EDM festival, it's called okay. Beyond Wonderland. Okay, Insomniac is going to be here. Um, a couple others, I mean, there's like 12, 13 of them. It's a, another three day festival. One of these days, Wes and I will descend there, man, because that would be cool, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. You know, I'll be honest with you, EDM Wes is hard for me. You know, I would uh, I would have to I would have to be like the kids and be on some ecstasy. I would. <laughs> be very honest about by the way, I'd love that ecstasy. Um but anyway, uh so this we, one's not as bass orientated. This one's like more of the trance and uh the dancers kinda like it a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure it's a cool, you know, it's, I think EDM's, for me, EDM's one of those things I'd have to see live so I can watch the light show and the whole vibe. But it's like my nephew listens to it, and when it's just that going on, I feel old, because I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, this is killing me, man. Like, boom, boom. You, you know what I mean? Wes, where are you at on EDM? Hey, it's, it. Uh, I, I can listen to it. I could, uh, okay. I'm a guy that, uh, I grew up, I grew up the way the way I was able to attract the ladies was being able to dance and go into the underage clubs and being the guy that could dance. I was the guy that would go into the bars at 21 uh, or 20 even uh, with my fake ID. And if no one was dancing, I'd get up and just start dancing by myself and then go over to a table with some ladies and invite the whole table to get up. And EDM to me is a form of it. To me, it invokes dancing. So I gotta get. I don't know that I could hang. I don't. I'm an old guy, but fuck, I would love to be there. I would love to be in that vibe of movement. I'm a. I'm a guy that enjoys that. Well, all right. So what? What? Okay. So you got the weekend off, only crazy lady. So you got big plans. You gonna do anything special? 
Uh, actually, we got a street brother. Uh, Pops is coming up from Spokane and can spend the weekend here, hang out with Ross mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of sit back and relax, you know? Well, cool, I'm, I, I'm working on my costume for Beyond Wonderland, so that's well, what hey, I've been doing. <laughs> if you, anytime you ever want to premiere any of that costume, man, right, Wes? I mean, we're streaming Saturday, man. So, you know, anytime, just throwing it out there. I can't wait to see it, man. How, uh, what, 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 how much time have you put into it so far? Um, well, because I, I have several costumes because it's a three-day festival, so I have to have, like, different costumes for three days. <laughs> um and because it's beyond wonderland i'm going with the whole alice in wonderland type thing um and i got my dog's costumes they're they're done i know (laughs) he's gonna be a bear one night okay and he's gonna be a uni dog another night (laughs) (laughs) and um and then we're gonna make him glow in the dark one of the nights that would be cool wes a glow-in-the-dark dog man that would be cool. i can imagine There's being high and enjoying that watching the glow-in-the-dark dog fetch can you seriously <laughs> <laughs> well, i may have to do that <laughs> a, glow, uh, a glow-in-the-dark frisbee you because i got one of those all right and then if they can catch frisbee in in like a really dark environment watching a glow-in-the-dark dog run after a glow-in-the-dark frisbee and catching the ear would be a trip, wouldn't it, Wes? That would be a trip. I'm still going to do that. Yeah. Ooh, I, we'll I, test I, run the glow-in-the-dark stuff. With the kids all outside all the time. We are. Oh, hey, we, here's mom right here. Uh, let, let's uh, the art of floundering. Oh. All right. They're asking okay. if you're smoking weed with me. All right, okay. so let me uh, do this, Wes. What were you saying? I'm go- I, I muted her because it was we're getting background noise for her talking to her mom. What were, what were you saying about your kids? Oh, I I take them out. We've got a frisbee that or a, uh, a hula hoop that lights up uh, in the dark, and we always get those the the break sticks. They make bracelets. They make all sorts of those glow in the dark things that you know you break them and chemically they they then are uh, are glowing and everything like glow sticks. We that's that's half the fun. We take them out in the the yard where it's just dark as shit. They have hours of fun. talking there. All right, all right. Hey, I tell you what, we're gonna do is we're gonna we're going to uh, hang on. I got a only crazy lady. I'm gonna we'll have we'll have you come right back. I'm having pod beam issues, so let me disconnect. Ah, uh, okay, good. All right. So I can handle one call at a time. I can't handle multiple calls because everybody wants to treat this as a chat line. All right, so one call at a time. If anybody else wants to call in, let's talk about what you're doing this weekend. Only crazy lady, you can call back in. I had to. I was getting a weird echo when your mom came in there, and I couldn't hear what Wes was saying. But I'd love to talk to your mom. Definitely need to talk to mom. Only crazy lady's mom. We need to do a deep dive into that. We need to really, just really, kind of guilt mom out over over things, man. Anyway, I don't know. I think a glow in the dark frisbee. Watching, I don't know. I just when I um I shared this before is that uh, you know after my spinal injury, um I really 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 dig pole dancing. Not from a old shit I'm horny, but the physicality of it. I think it's fucking amazing. Somebody really, I mean, it is bad. It's athletic. And there was this place I would go to, and they were cool because they knew I was just there to fucking get high and trip out on it for about thirty minutes and go home. You know, so they left me alone. 
But uh, one of the dancers, she had like uh, black light tattoos, which I'm sure when she's 60 will look like shit. But at this, it looked cool then. And um, but so you'd see these, it, they turned down all the lights and you see these black light tattoos doing this wild shit on the pole. It was like Cirque du Soleil, dude. You know, somebody, I mean, and that's the thing is somebody, and I, I really think, cause I, I'm not, I, I honestly strip bars. Isn't, doesn't that sound like an eighties, nineties thing? You, you know what I mean? That just yeah. sounds like a, the thing, the, the gentleman's club. It just seems like a dead concept. I mean, does that appeal to you? I, I haven't been in decades. Yeah. I, I haven't. Uh, I don't think anybody's and, into and it. it. It was usually a, it was usually a, I'm, I'm going to go there and, and just have a couple drinks uh, for lunch. That right. was kind of the thing. No, you know? I was never was, really yeah, like a I haven't, man, you know, I I've wrote, I've written songs. I've got songs about uh, strippers and strip clubs. There's the one in, I had one uh, Florida, anybody who's driven 75 up uh, North or South, North and South in Florida. Uh, I think it's Gainesville. As, as you're getting near there, as you're 50 miles away, the signs start, and sometimes the signs are about every mile. Uh, uh, live nudes, exit, such and such. Truckers wel welcome, you know, just uh, uh, you can't miss it. Uh, I don't know if those are still there. I, I think that's Club Deja Vu or something like that is the name. I, I had a song and did a cartoon with Truck Stop Hooker and things like that. No, I, I, it's been decades. It's been decades. Of course, there isn't anything like that near where I'm at. So I don't know. They just shut down. They just busted the uh, massage parlor in town. Uh, and, you know, this is the area that didn't have didn't have any alcohol sales, legal alcohol sales until seven years ago. So I, may, I don't know if I don't know if I would go. I don't know if I was bored because, I, I, you know, you go. I'm, you would go if you're not looking to get anything. If you just look, oh, may, you know, maybe. It's just someplace other than a regular bar. Well, I would, I like I said, I, I, I think I, you know, if it was like burlesque, um, make it art, make it art again. You know what I mean? Bring, bring the, bring the performance back into it. You know, I used to goof on that, but I really think like if, if burlesque is cool as shit, it's a really cool art form. They had a couple really cool burlesque clubs in Oklahoma city, you know, and look, they reservate. It was fucking hard to get a seat. And they're great, you know, and I, I, like I said, pole dancing, if, I mean, you, you know, it is like a fucking, you know, a Las Vegas circus, Cirque du Soleil, man. What, I mean, I fucking do it to that level. I think, I think people would come and be like, make it a fucking show, you know, like, okay. You know, the first shows from dut to dut and it's all choreographed and shit. And it's a fucking experience. I think that that's cool, you know? And that also kind of like, because I do think, you know, I think any, anything we do can be art, anything. And you, you could take the most mundane thing and make it art. And I think there are some people out there that have made pole dancing a real art form. And I'm telling you, I think it is fucking right up there with gymnastics, the strength, the thing, when you see what they're, and I, like I said, what happened to my spine, I saw it at not being able to do a lot of physicality things I used to be able to do. Um, I really fucking admire, I, it's just, it's, it's, it really is something. It's amazing. I can't believe it is, but you know, it's just another form of athleticism, yeah. uh, parkour, uh, the people that do all the, the parkour and you see all the videos of the, and I, I like seeing the videos and even the skateboarding and some of those other things The the physicality involved in all those are just, it's amazing. Cause you, you think 
you think of what skill it takes to do it and just uh and somebody is actually able to perform that type of skill it's it's very impressive very impressive now there's another youtube channel that i have stumbled on and it's got a really sad story it's called jay the philosopher and it's a disgusting youtube channel if you want to know the truth um what i was doing at one time was i did a search for mail order brides if you want to know how i stumbled on this i was interested in in watching documentaries about this mail order bride thing and this guy was posting video blogs of just him talking he's a sex tourist okay he was talking about like thailand and all these other places but and he's no longer alive interestingly you know he died of a heart attack and it's it's kind of funny i mean who would have known when i saw him like on his videos put his shot glass down on his stomach while he moved his beet red face to the camera that this guy had any health i mean this guy was like a walking fucking health problem you know but he there's it's i it's I watched one last night where he was talking about online dating and it's like, look, his channel is not, I find it not cool, right? Not cool. Um, I, I just, I don't, I, I'd like to see sex tourism. Like, I don't know. I just think that's fucking, I mean, to go to a country just cause you want to, I just think that's fucked up. Um, and I don't want to promote that, but as he went on, you can see he's maturing on his arc. His channel is like three years old. And he had recently moved and uh, he was talking about online dating and he made a great observation that I never thought about. Now, this guy is a he-man woman hater, which I don't like. He's right up there with the involuntary, always bitching. It's everybody else's fault while he's alone. He's one of these guys, know that. He's, you know, it's everybody else is the problem, not me. But this observation was interesting. He said that he was reading this profile as an example is we put these profiles in and it's nothing but a rules and it's absolutely, there's no, what we offer. It's just, this is what I'm looking for. And this is what you better, you know, it's like this checklist. You better be six foot. You better be this. It's not a, you know, it's this, 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 and nowhere in there is her interests or the person's interest or what they offer what they're into it's just that you better measure up to my standards and that's their profile and and it was very interesting it it, it was an it, you know but like i said that what what's really sad about sad is this guy wasn't there yet but you could start seeing that maturity was coming in you know what i mean hey i'm, I'm pushing 50. you know maybe i don't want to be you know this guy that that the only companionship I have is sex vacations. You, you you know you know what I mean. And he was starting to talk about wanting it. it was and he passed away. So it was sad because you never got to see if he would ultimately get quote redemption. But he was on the path. I mean, he was still disgusting. Don't get me wrong. But there'd be shades of he's kind of he's kind of cluing in and holding himself accountable to some of this, and kind of seeing the world in less of. You, you know, that, that we're all flawed, but I don't know why I brought that up, but it is doing deep dives on YouTube. There is no shortage of that. The crazy talk of any day now, this arrest coming down this, and it never fucking happens. Right. And then, you know, e now even, even there was one comment, I've been waiting for this for three years. When is it going to happen? It's, it's not, that's your answer. Yeah. It's not just like fucking, 
the comet, the Hale-Bopp comet, all this shit, dude. It's just a variation on a theme. It's just, for whatever, since the dawn of time, we've been fascinated about the end of time. I don't know why that is. It's like we look around and we go, oh, shit, this will all come to an end in my lifetime. You know, um, it's just interesting. Anyway, Wes, what's on your mind as I go off all over the fucking place? Oh, I, uh, uh, shit. I gotta be thinking now. Fuck. I, I've just been, I've just been enjoying my buzz today. It's Friday. Yeah. It's Friday. And for people, for just so many people, uh, that has meaning that has meaning. And there's a, you know, there'll be people going out this evening, uh, and trying to, trying to make the best of life. They'll be going out, trying to meet somebody. There's going to be so many people going out in their whole quest. Is going to be, will somebody touch my gemables? Yeah. Can I somehow find a way to talk somebody into, hey, let's let our genitals play with each other. And I, I, you know, it's that, it, and that's that biological thing that we got going on that somehow we've relegated to Friday and Saturday nights with our hope. We put, we put it into that because we toil throughout the week and there, and there's nothing good to do. But so I, I always, uh, I always kind of get up on Fridays. I always kind of get, uh, I don't know. And I don't, I don't have a nine to five. I don't have a fucking Monday through Friday. I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm whenever the fuck I'm awake kind of guy is what I am. So it's, it's odd that it has meaning to me, but, uh, but I feel the same way about Mondays. Mondays are like a new start, even though I was, you know, I was alive and doing shit yesterday. Mondays are a new start uh, for some reason. I don't know. You know, when you brought up online dating, you know, I almost want, maybe somebody's already done this. Um, but I want it reputable, not like some fucking, but reputable survey. That's like, you know, statistically, you know, whatever it's fallen control groups, all the bullshit and really survey out there to see what, what really is the common online dating experience. I mean, I could tell you what mine are, but is mine the norm? You, you know what I mean? And I, I'd really, really would love to know that because, um, like I said, I, I, uh, uh, I don't fuck with online dating anymore i i view it as a complete waste of time and 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 why because i'm not looking for to date really and so why would i be on an online i'm not looking to get i don't know what i'm not in in the mood for any of that right now if you you know i i'm 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 not in the mood to i'm i'm in the mood for things to happen organically i guess At, at this phase of my life i just you know i i don't need things arranged planned i pursued you know, um, I don't want to go pursue a date, a relationship, pursue companionship. I just want to have that happen organically. Right. And maybe that, I don't know if that's, you know, you, we were alluding to it. I think somebody was calling in, but you know, if you're alone, maybe the answer is to fucking fuck off the, the online dating sites and just do shit outside of the four walls of your fucking room. And maybe in that process, things start happening. You start developing a social circle. There's interest. Who knows? You might lay pipe, you know, a good place to fucking get laid is, I mean, not get laid. I'm sorry to meet people. Interesting people is, uh, they used to do these, uh, fucking, um, uh, cooking classes on weekends and shit. You know, sometimes a Votex would do it and, and sometimes, you know, that would be a good place to fucking, you know, meet. Cause I like to cook. I used to for my back injury, but I don't know. I just, uh, I just think, uh, I think maybe we, choose online dating just to to have something to complain about you know well i i think i think uh i think it's there it's a tool that's used by plenty of people i think plenty of people have probably gone 
going to see what it's all about, but it's, it's just a, I think, I think everything else that existed before online dating still exists. I think you still have everybody, uh, people are going to the painting classes to, you know, uh, uh, the wine and painting to meet other people that might have that interest to kind of, you, you, you still have all the, you still have all the traditional routes and everything for you and uh, uh, specifically. I, I, I see yours being uh, in, in this creative realm, meeting somebody, meeting somebody through either once you're, once you're doing uh, live stage stuff, once you're actually, uh, if you're doing those or meeting somebody through the online environment here with what you do, especially because they, they, they got, they're going to have to be of a certain type. Their, their sense of humor and their sensibilities will, uh, I don't think you're going to find, you know, a, no, a good, uh, it's a real uh, somebody who's really got a problem with your, cause your work is, is it's, a, yeah. it's, it's out there, it right? Is. You're, you're no. not a, you're not a moderate, you know, around here. You're out there on that fringe. I'll and tell somebody's- you a fucking funny story. Uh, that, cause you, you, you were so fucking right. There was this, uh, woman I was half-assed dating. Um, and I remember she sent me this note. She goes, I'm not sure I'm really comfortable telling my kids that I'm dating a guy that likes to fucking post on Facebook how big his penis is. And and I, I forget what the fuck I was doing. I was doing fun with foreign languages and teaching everybody how to say you have a big penis in different foreign. It was, this is fucking years. You know, but to your point, you're right. You're right. Um, you know, and, and I recognize that, you know, and what, like I said, but we all have our inherent crazy shit, you know, and that's the other thing I don't like about the, the, the guy's perspective is really interesting. They assume that everybody else is crazy, but them to say that, that the people in the dating pool are crazy, that's accurate. But to exclude yourself from that insanity is folly. You know, and so I just think it's like we're all I'm in this insane dating pool with other like minded, insane people. And I think if you can if just recognize that you're part of the insanity, that you are just as fucking flawed and just as fucked up. And, you know, I, 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 I the other thing I don't get this fucking body shit, dude, we got to get off this shit, man. I mean, I raised a daughter. It's impossible. It's impossible to raise fucking uh, probably a son now I, I think boys are now having this fucking body issue shit now too but we got to get off this fucking shit man i mean it, it is like we're i'm 56 i don't look like i did in high school and i don't expect anybody to look like that i mean this is fucking crazy where dudes fucking it's okay for a dude to degrade but but um it's so patriarchal man i hate to use that term but it's like i could fall apart but you better not you better keep your shit together and don't, it's just fucking crazy. And, and what guys will fucking criticize like, dude, if you looked in a fucking mirror, man, I mean, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. You, you should be fucking happy. Somebody's fucking like willing to fucking be anywhere near you, you, you know? And it'd be going like, well, geez, I mean, good God. I mean, she just, it's like, fuck off, dude. No wonder why you're not getting laid. I mean, that's why you're <laughs> that's- not getting laid. It's, it's because you have an attitude that, you're fucking so busy pointing out people's flaws. You're not evolving as a human being. You're just fucking pointing out everybody's flaws. That's, that's like what we're talking about with the people who want to rant and rave about the government or what veterans should think. I, I, I have, I'm going to say it because I dropped on again. 
I have no patience for a fucking chicken hawk living in his basement, fucking screaming and moaning about what veterans would fuck would think. Fuck you, dude. You have no fucking clue. You have no clue what veterans, because you are not one. So stop fucking speaking for him, douchebag. All right, back to this, man. But <laughs> no, it's just, back to the online dating. Yeah, back is to that, the online dating. That, yeah, yeah. Well, that yeah, there needs to be if there was a uh, freaky people. Uh, you know, uh, where, so that, so that any prudes were not there. If there was, if there was more of a, cause you, you're going to need, you know, luckily I found someone and you know, who knows how long she's going to stick around, but, uh, uh, that's, you know, that's, you gotta have somebody who's, who's on your same, your same level when it comes to sense of humor there, there's no, there's no, there's no way you're not going to be you. And so you're going to need to, you're going to need to find somebody who's, who's also, and you're not going to respect anybody that isn't pursuing anything. So they're going to have to be somebody that's got some kind of shit going on and everything. Uh, Cause what are you hoping that they're going to be doing it? Uh, you know, so that uh, I, I can see, I can see you finding somebody through, through these online endeavors. Hey, I'm just these, old fashioned, uh, man. I just, you know, I'm old fashioned. I, I want somebody to pay for it and just pay for it all. And, I'm old fashioned, you know, um, find so, a woman that can support you in the manner you're accustomed to. Yeah. I'm old fashioned. That's that way, a, dude. No, I mean, you know, it look, like I said, the, 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 the big point I'm trying to make is online dating. I mean, my perspective, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, for me, it's a waste of time because I'm not, I'm not in a position to go out and, you know, and just go hook up on a moment's notice. Right. I just can't do that now and so I, I don't know it's just not for me so i'd rather it's like life you know i'm at the phase of life where whatever's going to happen i want it's like the podcast i don't want to over fucking you know i don't want to market the fucking puppet show and art of floundering you know and all this shit if it's going to happen it will happen organically it, that's a lazy approach to life by the way is i don't really want i just want to do what i want to do and not put for what i'm basically saying is i don't want to put forth any effort it's it's a way of saying, hey man, I just don't want to put forth any effort in life. But yeah, I just think ha things happen organically. We're at the first hour. Can you believe it, Les? One hour already. Do, 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 one hour. One hour. Yes. So, yes. which means I've got to go. Do you, do you need to take a break? If because I, I just got to hit the, you know. All right. I don't necessarily you, do. Why, I can tell. Talk the about whatever. About and, yeah, I'll be right back. Uh, uh, gonna give a, a throw out to what we're doing on Saturday night. Saturday night over on stream surf with wes and jess jess is my uh better half my creative partner she and i and our our kids uh do all this work but we've got uh we've got our saturday night movie night along with will dick and the art of floundering podcast we're going to be uh we're going to be running to the uh uh we've got new content some sesame street uh 420 friendly content uh got Got uh, the Corona, the insult virus is going to be there for a segment. Uh, we've got several, several different new adult theme, 420 theme stuff. Basically, 11 p.m. Eastern time. If you're if you're bored, if you're at home, if you're online and you're streaming, if you're if you don't have anything to do, come on in and uh, and take a look at what's going on uh, on our show and everything. What's going on out here? Always. Oh, Oh, here, here we go. Yeah. Okay. I can't, I can't even keep up with comments. I have no idea, 
but we've got uh, we've got that going on. So we've got adult puppet stuff. I'm sure we're going to have some puppet porn. Spanky's going to be there. Uh, it's on StreamSurf with Wes and Jess over on Facebook and YouTube, 11 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and also, we're trying to get more uh, light subscribers uh, over on our YouTube channels, uh, both on StreamSurf with Wes and Jess and on we enjoy every day the cartoon series uh those we've got to have a hundred subscribers in order to take out a channel name over there so uh search for either one of those on youtube and and help us out get some subscribers on stream surf with wes and jess and we enjoy every day the cartoon series uh, uh that would and uh, tell your friends tell your friends we we need the word of mouth stuff because uh, like the art of floundering, we're not we're not doing any advertising on this shit. We're just rolling along. Thank you, Wes, for covering for me. Um, I live in this is Will Dick. I live in Colorado. I live around. Uh, it's a weird area. It's by the Royal Gorge. It's like forty miles from Pueblo, forty miles from Colorado Springs. It's around a town called Canyon City. All right. So at one time when I lived here before. I lived in a town called Manitou, which was by Colorado Springs. Anyway, Manitou at the time was an old hippie kind of thing. And it's, it's been quote gentrified. Yeah. Yeah. I'm older than fuck. But to your point is, you know, I am in the process of creating, uh, something, you know, uh, it, it's really, you know, because I, I work with what I have, right. I, I don't have a band. Um, or any, and you know, in today's world, everybody, you know, so fuck it. So it's just me and I'm, and I'm not going to have synthesized drums or anything. So it's either the, the stuff that I play has to, you have to have an instrument. That's my rule, right? Is it's gotta be an instrument, not a keyboard, not a MIDI. And I get out. Those are great things. Don't get me wrong. But anyway, um, I'm, I'm working on something. I want to really, it's a, it's sort of troll, but I, I want to descend on an open mic, um, and, and just create a moment of what the fuck was that? Okay. Create a moment. And so I'm hoping to do that soon. It's just, I'm not afraid of my own shadow, but health wise, if I, and I'm vaccinated, this is not a fucking COVID vaccination fucking podcast. But if I were to get COVID, even though I'm vaccinated, um, a lot of things that I have appointments for that I've been waiting years to fucking do. I am. So that that's where I'm at. You know, um, I'm not afraid of dying or anything like that, but I, I don't want to be in a very large fucking setting quite yet. But dude. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit because it doesn't, I can't, it doesn't translate to online. Every once in a while, I'll go on my personal page and I'm just fucking around with sound and some things, but this won't translate to just streaming. It's got to be done live. It's a, it's really, I want to create a, what the fuck was that moment, you know? And it's got, and there's a couple, there's a couple places if they're still the same, very hippie spoken word, um, incredibly woke where and just i i've got something for those kids man you know and um <laughs> i just i can't wait dude i'm just chomping at the bit i'm chomping at the bit to do that but you know 
besides that, what we got going on Saturday, you know, I, I, I've got some content, but once again, no new episodes of the amazing slacker until next week. That doesn't mean there won't be a new puppet show and stuff. It's just that the next episode, the amazing slacker is going to have a lot of intrigue. Kim Jong-un, the president of the United States, Dick Nixon, all of them are going to be in that one. And there's a lot going on that's between those two, in addition to some other things. So there's a lot to that. And I just want to do it right. And I kind of want to, anyway, I'm kind of fucking off this week. If you want to know the truth, I'm smoking weed and just, you know, whatever, you know, but you've, you've worked your ass off for weeks, putting out uh, over 11 minutes worth of content each week. Uh, so I got to say, you deserve to take a week and fucking just smoke. Well, and I'm glad uh, that you uh, guys got so much content. What I'm really glad, because I really, I'm just going to sit back and groove on your content tomorrow. Because I just wanted to, you know, it, just be nice. I'm bringing, yeah. uh, we're going to have a movie review show uh, that's going to be the popcorn and uh, soda pop. They're going to be there with movie reviews. Corona the insult virus and his COVID-19 show oh, uh, is going to be there. I think awesome. he's going to be talking to the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's going to be talking to the pot smoking taco. They're going to, they're going to have a couple of messages. Uh, we've got that, uh, that segment. Then we've got the Sesame street. It was, it was a thing of fucking beauty and why, why I love weed. Uh, yesterday when life got back to normal for me, when all of a sudden I was get, able to get my mind back where it needed to be because of my good friend, Hempy, uh, uh suddenly the the I have a lot of work to finish that countdown crew with Elon Musk, and I knew I was going to have a hard time doing that. But suddenly I came up with the ideas for these these shorts that are are going to be that are going to be so fucking easy to produce and so uh, sweet. I mean, they're still going to each of them are going to be six six hours or so, but uh, totally doable. Totally going to have these things uh, uh, ready for tomorrow. So I'm excited. We've got we'll have some content. Uh, get there and enjoy it. And while you were talking about your uh, your your live performance, the wanting to go out in the open mic uh, to show up, uh, this is this is why you and I get along so well because we we both want we both want a reaction out of people. We both want that. Right. And I I had had the same desire before before COVID had hit. I want to show up at one of these, and I'm in the middle of fucking conservative fucking Kentucky, right? Uh, I wanted to show up uh, at one of these local. Uh, mic nights open mics with my guitar and do acoustic versions of uh avril lavigne songs uh you know that are clearly songs sung by a girl uh but with me with my you know beard and everything else and hey hey you you I, and really with a country sound uh to it a country voice put that on a girlfriend a couple of those because it would be a what the fuck well, that that's exactly what I, I want the response to be. I want somebody to go, what the fuck? I haven't seen that before. That's, that's just, it's so, it's so satisfying when you're able to do that, when you're able to, to bring, get that response from people. Yes, it is. I got, I am like multitasking. What I got up there, just while you were speaking, Wes, of Sesame Street, this is what I have up there and it's hard to see, but I just did a quick screen capture of birth is evil. Just want to remind everybody <laughs> as we do celebrate uh, Jim Henson's uh, birthday and all that, that there was a time when um, it, it, there was this site called Bert is Evil. And this was right before 9-11. And they would, they would have Bert in all kinds of like various 
y you know, anyway, so I'm encouraging everybody to Google it and Google Bert is evil. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is right after 9-11 happened um, and they're trying to get, you know, death to America protest signs. Somebody did a Google search and they had... <laughs> They had a <laughs> sorry, I wish I had a picture of this, but they're protesting somewhere in the Mideast, death to America, with a picture of uh, one of their fucking flags has Bert, this fucking what I'm showing you, this expression of Bert, and it was a Photoshop Bert with like, I don't know, some henchman from history and it's on the flag. And it's just like, and the guy that did the site was like, this is too close to home. I'm shutting the site down. But anyway, man, it was just Bert is evil. If you do get a chance, um, do check that out. I'm, I'm, um, Bert is evil. Have you ever been to that site, Wes? Bert is evil. I, I've, I've seen images from it. I haven't been out to the site, but I have seen the images of it. It, and it, 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 it coincidentally, my child that just got these, uh, Muppet puppets, uh, one of them is an Elmo puppet. And the thing that I've noticed about this puppet, it, it's a decent design. I like the puppet. It, it it looks like Elmo. It doesn't look like some total knockoff. But the way the mouth is set on it, it looks like angry. It, it doesn't. It it always has a. It never looks like happy Elmo. It just looks like fucking angry Elmo. And it's like I I I don't know if it's because the you you can't you know it's it's a new puppet and everything. So I'm hoping that somehow through usage that the, uh, the mouth will become more pliable or something because it, it just, it, with a closed mouth, the fucking Elmo looks mad. It's like, you've got to keep his mouth open in order for him to look happy. Otherwise he just, he seems to have a scowl. I don't know what it is. For anybody that's watching the stream and we're streaming on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube right now. Uh, if you are watching, you'll see an animation. It's 17 seconds. It's a preview of something I'm working on, Wes. I just kind of look. And this is something I'm working on. I don't know if it'll be done by Saturday, but I've I've got some. This is uh, going to be part of the Valley Brook musical, but it's just kind of a just a sequence that I'll be incorporating into it. But anyway, so I really dig this fucking baby, this fucking rocking baby. Um, uh. Like I said, a lot of stuff I do is uh, mashups. I, I take stuff that, that that all of this is from, quote, bad areas of town. Uh, areas of town that we just fucking, I hate this. I can't go. So I take it and I make it into my art. And so this is a combination of Valley Brook, a combination of uh, people I met in those areas. Um, what's called the Capitol Hill District of Oklahoma City, uh, uh, an area of Pueblo that I was told to stay away from. I go there, take pictures, and I mash it up into the art. Anyway, I'm just throwing it up there. I'm not. I, this is gonna take me forever, but that's kind of what I'm where I'm at right now with this. But it's just a loop right now. It's not completed. Um, but this is just kind of a, a sequence, man. So I don't know. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm man. loving it. This uh, these characters are uh, the yeah, this, this new dude, pieces that yeah, that guy was and everything. This yeah. is awesome. These are real people, man. And I've got like. Uh, like the guy sitting on the couch was just a, you know, I talk with him, Capitol Hill dude. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, by the way, just so you know, both these things I have releases signed to be able to use them. So awesome. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, that's, I'm on the fence with this. You know what I mean? But I really think, and I've got pictures of this dude. Let me see if I can find a picture here. I, um, 
yeah, I'll, I'll put it on here. I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking like a motherfucker right now, but that's okay. This is good for me. Um, doom, boom. Whoops, wrong one. Gosh darn it. That's going to be this one. So it is fucking 15. I am so sorry. I should have left this alone, but I couldn't this, stop. This is why I love doing this show. Yeah. Because I, I, I know, I know what it takes running these fucking things and having to go through all those fucking layers and finding images and stuff. It's so relaxing for me to just en enjoy my buzz while you, uh, while you're, well, you're I just at the control. Hang on for a second. I need to focus. What the fuck? Why is Hempy there? I don't know. Fuck it, dude. I, I, anyway, I'll show it later, but this guy here, um, here, let me just do it here. There, there's this bigger picture and we're not in that shot. I very, I got video of talking to this guy. Um, very, I just think this guy's got a really fucking interesting look, man. His tattoos, everything. I got some great fucking pictures of this guy. And, um, I want to, um, I want more of my work, you know, still doing the puppet shows, but this podcast originally started two years ago as, you know, getting to know people that you just don't fucking get to know. And I want to kind of go back to my roots a little bit with that. So hopefully more to come with that, man. But that that's kind of where I'm at. And now, now I got to get, go, I'm getting rid of bird is evil because I need to focus on Podbeam. So we're back on Podbeam. We're back to normal. I'm done with my experimentation. So anyway, if you're watching the streams um, or you watch them later, all it is is a 17 second video animation loop. It's nothing special, but it's just kind of a preview of something I'm working on down the road. And uh, so more to come with that, man. Wonderful. All right. So what else do we got going on? I mean, you know, it, everything is a political hot potato. We're talking, why don't we talk about Gabby Petito? Um, let me see something. Well, here. I, I saw they had put out the last I had seen was last night when they put out the, the, you know, they, they want to find him now. They, uh, he's wanted now for using, using a card, uh, ATM card and pin number that don't belong to him for over a thousand dollars between August 30th and September 1st. That it, was the last I had seen. I saw other stories. People are coming out of, we saw this happen. We saw them in this place. We saw this. So I know, I know their their whereabouts and everything are being tracked. But is there anything new this morning? No, not really. I mean, well, I you know it's the same old shit. It's you know, but um, the one thing I read was uh, is folks when they finally talked, they said, well, he left without his phone or wallet, just with a backpack to go to that fucking reserve, and so they're doing all that searching there. I mean, I just keep. You thinking, think he's killed himself? I th you think he's at I, the bottom of that. No, nah, I think it, I don't know if he killed himself. You know, it's it's every time I've. Yeah, I do, but I also think if he would have done that, he would have done that already before coming home. You, you you know what I mean? But maybe he thought he. May, I don't know. I mean, just logically though. I mean, <laughs> to to leave on vacation with somebody, right? And then to come back without him with like this laissez-faire attitude, it's just bizarre to me, you, you know? So it's got to be tough because, you know, I don't want to say what I would do, but, you know, his family's got to be, it's got to be, imagine the conflict of having a child that, you know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this has happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so, 
it's very it's easy to go after the parents and shit. It's natural, you fuckers. There was a great movie. Um, God, it was a great movie. Um, it, I forgot the title of it. I'm sorry, but here, the premise of this guy was this kind of, uh, you know, kind of at a real lost place in life. And he kept having these flashbacks with his phone conversation with his kid. And you get the idea that his kid died in some kind of, uh, bomb or mass shooting or something at college. And throughout the story, this guy discovers that his son wrote music. So he started performing his son's music and he was getting notoriety and it was like, wow, this music's really good. Yeah. And he was celebrating his son, but then you start finding out in the story arc yet his son did die in a mass casualty type thing, but his son was the one that was responsible. So it was like, it was like watching the Columbine thing from the perspective of the parent. And the conflict that the parent had that my kid did this horrendous thing. He wrote this beautiful, I still love it. It was just a really well done movie. I, I wish I thought I'll, I'll have the name next Monday. Um, really fucking well done. And, uh, but you know, I just wonder, man, I've got, yeah, but getting to your point. Yeah. I, I, by now. Yeah. I mean, I think he's probably dead. He probably killed himself. Who knows? I don't well, know. Unless he's got, if he came back with such a laissez faire attitude, psychopaths, Psychopaths don't have a problem with that. And uh, if he had used, uh, if he used her card, because that's that's what it seems to me with the, uh, okay, he used a, a card and uh, a pin that don't belong to him for over $1,000. If he's uh, draining her account, uh, right as he, because it was the day before between the period when he got home. Uh, he got home on the 1st of September. So he killed her, you know, uh, obviously, at, you know, before that. And it was right when he got home, he was using this card. If that's the case, uh, I think he's, I think it's, a, I've got to be on the run. I've got to be elusive or something along those lines. Kind of, I don't know that he's right out setting to, setting to kill himself. Uh, well, here's my assumption. And this is me speaking out of my ass. They're what, 21, 22? Um, 22, I think. Right. Yeah. They're that what they're doing takes money right um it's not wow isn't that cool they could just go fuck off in a fifty thousand dollar van and and go to all these fucking places something tells me that they got in a lot of fights over fucking money and i'm just and it was a lot of conflict over that and uh th that's just my hunch is that it was like I don't know. I just, you know, Hey man, I can't, I don't know. I just get this feeling that that's what they're fighting about is I want to go see, do this. Can't we stay at this hotel? Can't we do this? And Hey man, the fucking money, you know, or, or something, or some kind of conflict about money. That's, that's what I think it was money related. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe it was, uh, you know, the other thing, you know, and this goes to the online, you know, she had a Instagram page. And there were a lot of posts that, you know, of this trip, you know, I'm sure there were a lot of fucking messages and dude comments and maybe that rubbed them the wrong way. You know, maybe he's one of these guys, that, you know, anybody that, that is going to be posting stuff on social media, right. That's got a following is going to get weirdos, right. Even, even as small time as this shit is, I get weirdo, com I get weirdo messages, right. Um, 
in as small, it's been a long time, but I have, right? So I can't imagine somebody that's got any kind of following that's attractive, that's female, the messages that she was getting and the comments that were, you know, that might've set them off, but you know, I, it, it was, it's, I'm not a cop. I am no expert, but it's pretty clear. There was a lot of fucking conflict leading into this, right? That Moab thing. And then all these other eyewitness reports. I personally, I'm not a cop, but when you watch the, uh, the video, I think the cops in Utah that, that dealt with them, I think these guys were, were great. And I think they did everything right. You know, you can't, at the end of the day, somebody is responsible for their own actions. There's only so much we can do. You, you know what I mean? But it's as natural. It's like, oh, who dropped the ball? Well, the blame is on whoever did this, you, you know? But I don't think given, you know, maybe there's some things we can learn and tighten up. Personally, my opinion, and this is where it's fucked up and think about, cause this can fuck you up, but man, you, you get called up any, any kind of fucking, I don't care if it's domestic, any kind of fight. You both spend a night in jail. That's it. That, and you know, it's, it's just kind of, we're going to, that's where that's the, that's it. But it's, it's for your safety, you know, uh, you know, put some funding into that. Uh, but I just think you just can't, you can't risk. I mean, that's, that's totalitarian what I'm fucking saying. So, you know, you got to weigh the two. I'm like, you, you know, the only thing this guy could have done is thrown them both in jail. Right. So that was the only tool he had, I think to really, I mean, I don't know. I think the cops, they did a good job. They separated them. They, you, you know, you know, keep in mind they're, they don't know this guy's going to, something bad's going to happen. There's a lot of things they don't know that are in the future. You got to put in the context of that situation, what is known then. I think they did a good job. That's me. You know what I mean? Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, and I, I tend to believe, I tend to believe it wasn't money necessarily. Okay. Uh, and I think you're right on it with the, uh, I think you're right on it with the Instagram and the other, because of the, uh, the fact that her posts and his control of her phone seemed to be an issue. I think that yes. makes a lot of sense. The money they were living, they, they had both been living. They, they'd known each other for, uh, weren't they high school sweethearts? Or yeah, something? That, that's they true. They were that's living true. with his parents. They lived and uh, did the stuff with that van. I think they, I, I don't, uh, now I don't know. Again, I'm talking out my ass and just based on what I've been reading, but I get the impression that, that this was, uh, 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 I'm not, I'm going to say uh, middle class to upper middle class and possibly, uh, you know, these, these kids were since living with the family and all that. I don't think money was an issue for them. I don't think it was something they were having to earn. I think that they were, uh, they were going to find they were in a position where, well, their family was taking care of them and helping out with all these different things. Uh, so I, I, or at least that's what I'm getting the impression and I'm really feeling the, I'm getting the jealousy vibe from all the other interviews and the different pieces. I agree 100%. I think the police did all that they could and they did right by that uh, situation. There was no way to know. And you, you're not going to get into one of these. You you can't possibly be the totalitarian. Okay. We're just locking everybody. Yeah. That's, that's a, crazy. You know, uh, because one out of a thousand of you are going to end up beating the shit out of the other one and killing them. You yeah. know, and, uh, whatever the number is. 
So, yeah, but there uh, need there there should be you know there is there there is there is protocol that they follow and stuff. I mean, because yeah, I mean, but it, you know, it's always interesting. You know, there's always a there's always a trail. That's the thing about these things, OJ. All these things. There's always you look back in the past. There's a nine one, and there's things that show this. Well, you know what? There's probably things in my past that show something bad too. You, you know, I I'm not downplaying any of this. Trust me. Uh, but, um, you, you know, it's just, you, when you look, I'm sure the guy's reasonably attractive, but I, I think people, yeah, I think it might've been the, the phone thing. I have a friend, she's a physical trainer, which means that she, and, and she does online. It's really interesting what she does, but she'll post a uh, fucking all the time, but she'll uh, like her working out and stuff like that. And, you know, she's attractive. And she hasn't had a relation. I mean, every relationship she's been in has been difficult because ultimately the person would get super jealous over what is happening on social media, not able to differentiate that that is fucking separate than the real world. And that's just going to happen, but it just, yep. it feeds on them. And it, that, so maybe that's what happened. I, I don't know, you know, but I, you know, like I said, there's so many other fucking cases to talk about, but yeah, there, there was another one, um, Brad Daybell. That's an interesting one, which is, uh, I'm not going to bore people with it, but I'll get some more information. I watched something on that yesterday. That's one of these prepper people, Armageddon types, end of times people that, that did some really bad shit with his kid. It's it, it, Brad Daybell, Chad Daybell. I forget the fucking name, uh, Daybell. It was in Idaho, real recent, still going on now. Um, is a fucking another one of those like what the fuck kind of cases where you know I'm gonna fuck up all the details. Basically, their kids are missing. They're like, oh, they're they're you know with their grandparents or you know this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, got a crazy world, man. But yeah, so we don't know dick about what's gonna happen with a Petito, but it might be like a Jean Vinay, man, where you never really know. Did they ever real? Is there even been a fucking theory about Jean Vinay? I mean, other than I think the parents did it. But I'm, I, I, uh, I can't see how else this could have been done. Well, and and that's the thing. That's the thing. And and these playing out, we're we're all we're all backseat detectives. We right. don't have all the information, at, you know. And yet, yet we all do form opinions. Yeah. We because we're, we're thinking people. We're trying. Well, what's the most likely or most logical? The the thing that always comes every time I think of it, John Bonet. And this is one of the few. Oh, South Park moments. Oh. Uh, Gary Condon, because they they had the episode. Uh, they had the episode where Butters, uh, his mother, when it, uh, when she found out that Butters' dad was gay, that she put Butters in the car and just let him go adrift to drown in the in the river. And uh, and so uh, he the support group when he found out and all that. Well, we'll just say that some Puerto Rican guy took him. That was what they're so they're telling the news. And they were met by a, a support group, which was OJ, uh, uh, Gary Condit, uh, uh, was he congressman or senator? And uh, and the uh, Benet, the parents of Jean Benet, uh, they all show up and everything because it's, and yeah, we think some Puerto Rican guy took our kids too. And they really did this thing where, liar, we know where you're, where you know you killed her. We know you did this. And they did this to Gary Connick because he, his staffer or, or something that he had had some affair, she was killed. And uh, well, it turns out a couple of years later, they did find the drifter 
and they were able to, through DNA and all that, find who had killed the and uh, Johnson. I think her name is Stephanie yeah, Johnson. Yeah, I, for, I, I forgot about that case because that was going right. That was uh, what happened to get everybody's mind off Gary Condit. Was it, it wasn't John Benet Ramsey? Was it? It was something else. I don't know that. I don't know that it was. I don't know that. I I can't remember what got their that mind got, off. That got everybody off. But yeah, you're right. They kind of. They kind of. Uh, they, 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 everybody fucking indicted this guy and it turned, I mean, it, look, it didn't look right. You, you know, it was all about the same time that, that, uh, that fucking Nancy Grace got that guy killed in prison, uh, over Elizabeth smart that turned out the construction worker that they locked up because of other charges who was, uh, one of the people that had access to the home, Elizabeth smart. I believe it was a Mormon family. If I'm, yeah, uh, I'm familiar with this case. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, she was missing and Nancy Grace, because it was, it was all the rage to be talking about these salacious missing people cases, uh, about the time of the Jean Monnet and so forth. And, uh, and she's talking, he knows he did it. They just, they've got him locked up on, it was like child support charges or some other, uh, not appearing charge. They had him locked up and he got, he got killed in prison. He was killed in prison, uh, and the guy didn't do it. She was she was taken by this other crazy guy and some other woman and everything, right. and found alive and everything else. So uh, that case, uh, man, read up on that case and and her. She's an amazing person, um, amazing. Her father, Ed Smart, recently and recent's different to me. I want to say within the past two years, maybe even for I, mean, I don't know when he did, but recent 2019, I think. He came out as being gay. Her father yep. did, and uh, and so now I believe he's married now. Um, but his story is interesting because there's a lot of uh, <clears throat> what Elizabeth Smart did. It, I really liked. There's a lot of shame culture in that in that Mormon church, um, purity and all this kind of bullshit. And uh, she really has done an awful lot to break that down. She's in, I, I, I have mad respect for her. I have fucking a tremendous amount of respect for her. She, she's an incredible person, man. And, uh, you know, from what I know, you, from what I know, but she, you know, she has been through fucking a horror show and, um, and she really is an advocate for victims and she really is walks the talk. She's incredible. She's incredible. But that, that's story. you're right. That story isn't, you know, but getting, I don't know why we're talking about true crime today, but Jean Benet Ramsey, I, you know, they, I don't know if they've ever real, there's ever been anything. They tried to throw that Santa Claus on nothing ever fucking panned out. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Nothing. And it's, you know, you know, they probably investigated fucking left and right, but didn't, uh, the mom's passed away, right? I think she passed away. I don't know if the dad's still alive, but I believe he is. Uh, the only one that I I have heard of is the mother passing away, and they they haven't. Uh, but that was the thing, South Park. South Park that uh, they took the shot at them and them, and they did the Gary Condon, and it's just you know people get accused, and the media the media once there is an opinion in public opinion that gets formed and. Uh, and that's why we're we're and we're all guilty of it because it's human nature to do it. But innocent people end up uh, innocent people end up going through some shit because of uh, the be, because the public opinion just being formed about it. Now I will uh, say this: I have I used to backpack quite a bit, and um, and a lot of different parts, mo mostly in the Northwest, Washington State, 
Idaho, um, that area. And these are places, this is a place called Stahican, for example, which is on the north end of Lake Chelan in Washington. At the time, you could either get there by a, a ferry or a float plane. There were no direct roads. I love this town. It was like a little town of maybe fucking 100 people. That was a, a backpacking community. People, anyway. But I've met some fucking strange people while backpacking that, you know, I would be, had I not, you know, I'm, I'm, there's always somebody out there that can do you in there. You, you're not, there's always somebody out there, tougher, smarter, stronger, or whatever. But there are some, I have, I have crossed paths with weird people backpacking that are up to no good that are looking to, to fuck you up, you know? And, um, I would imagine if you're a criminal hanging out at some of these national parks, these campgrounds is ripe for doing badness. So, you know, I don't want to indict this guy. It doesn't look good, but you know, you never know. It could be this crazy scenario where somebody, a bunch of people descended and he feels like he ran away and hid right while she got beat the shit. And now he's dealing with the shame of, I didn't step in. I got, I, who knows? I don't think so, but you bring up a good point. I mean, I remember Richard Jewell in, in the Olympics in Atlanta. They fucking yep. indicted this fucking dude. And, um, and, and it was a shame what they did. And it was, it was, and, and even when it was, this is where I fucking hate politically driven acts because even when it's clear to the prosecution, that they're going down a path, they're fucking so committed to it. My career's on the line. My whatever's on the line. Fuck it, man. Look the other way at the facts and let's continue to bust this because it's good for my career. So yeah, that that happen. Richard Jewell, the guy that ended up that was responsible for it, wasn't it the uh, that abortion bomber? Yeah, that I, I believe went so. In, the guy they found out in the woods in North Carolina, whatever that dude. did they did they find him? I get was, confused. He, I, I I don't want to Google right now. I, if you can, I I, I just uh, uh, I get confused on who's who, which bombers, because this is right around the uh, Richard Jewell was pre um um on the Unabomber almost in parallel but then the unabomber in the 90s was kind of hitting a lot of shit and so there were there was a lot of you know they got the unabomber but there was a guy in north carolina eric was, rudolph yeah i believe and i and i believe he was the olympic park bomber as well but they did they bust him in like the woods somewhere or some shit i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to see if he's been uh if he has been uh they had to have I think they caught is he him. let me let me see if he's been caught I'll be right back uh is Eric Rudolph still alive is he is he in custody he remains incarcerated okay he's in a, a supermax prison Florence Colorado uh yeah uh that was Richard Jewell the the security guy that and I remember that the 96 Olympics uh, the bombing that happened there, everybody, they, they came in on him. I believe Clint Eastwood made that movie about it, uh, talking all about how he'd been railroaded and, and all of that. And it turned out that it was one of these, it was one of these, uh, 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 abortion, uh, clinic bombers. Uh, one of these motherfuckers, uh, that went into the woods in North Carolina, uh, Eric Rudolph, uh, and, but he's, he's been busted. He was arrested and oh shit uh so from 96 he was arrested in 2003 
So, uh, so he was, he's serving multiple life sentences, uh, ad max. He's there, there in that, uh, ADX Florence Supermax prison near Florence, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, he was on the run till 2003. Uh, I will, uh, I, I, I bet you, never mind. One of these days I'll be able to talk more, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll find out more. I, I can find out more information about Eric Rudolph, like real inside information. So yeah, I've actually got a line in now on some of this stuff, but I can't get into it, but yeah, man. So that, so what was he found in the woods? Sorry, I had to do another old man. Thing. Uh, uh, he was he was found uh, in two thousand three. It was May of two thousand three that he was that he was arrested and and uh, uh, yeah, he was the one that had done the Olympics bombing that they railroaded Jewel for uh, and just uh, destroyed that man's life and everything. Mm -hmm. What was the name of that movie? Clint Eastwood had done. Oh, I uh, forgot. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, I, I, I'll the Richard later. Jewell story yeah, or something. A good, along those good lines. flick, and yeah, they did. And, and you know, Richard Jewell died young too. You know, um, you know his mom. His mom outlived him. But yeah, I mean, but you know, in today's world, Richard Jewell is the you know would be viewed as the online troll. Sir, I mean, he was kind of like, well, what's this guy doing? He's living with his mother. You, you, you know, it was all this kind of shit, you know, it's an old yeah. guy. He wants to be a cop. He's got this fucking fetish of cops. He fits the fucking stereotype of this. Everything fits. And, you know, and I jumped to conclusions. You know what I mean? I jumped yeah. to conclusions. And in fact, I got banned. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. But I got banned from Facebook, not Facebook, America Online in a chat room. They're talking about who should be the Olympic hero. And I got banned because I was like in sarcastic mode. And um, <laughs> but he uh, it was only for a week. But he uh, um, yeah, man, he's uh, he got railroaded. And there's been a lot like that fucking kid um, uh, with the Native American guy drumming in front of him and with the, the hat and they're saying he was causing all this disruption in Congress and it come to find out that he wasn't, you know, that it was, it was set and it, fucking press, man. You know, um, they got to stop with this shit because it, it, you know, I'll say it. CNN has zero credibility with me now, just like Fox does. Fox has none. And CNN is right there. And so this is not, I'm a political ideologue. This is like quit fucking spinning reality to fit the narrative that your network is trying to sell. Present the fucking facts. That's it. Just present the facts. But, you know, how many people get railroaded because it's good theater? You know what I mean? It makes for a good storyline, you know? So it's hard yeah. getting back to the Gabby Petito because I'm telling you, it just looks, but well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Let me see. I'm going to do a reload to see if anything else. There's all kinds of stuff going on with the border. I will, I will say this. Uh, there's a, God, I fucking wish I could, if I might, this guy's doing exactly what I would be doing if I could get out. He goes to fucking everywhere and podcasts. And I'll get this guy's name. I love his channel. But he went down to the border. Just him and fucking talk to people and showed life what it's like. And it was, it's not the news it's facts. And I have different fucking takes now than I did before because I was presented not a, a snapshot of, uh, I, I need to make a powerful case that falls in, you know, 
I don't know what the answer is. I'll, but it's, you know, I, I, I don't live there. Right. So I think maybe listening to the people that are in, in there is what we need to do more of. All right. Cause I mean, this wasn't hateful. It was this just, I, I, I'll get the next Monday out, you know, I'll actually Monday, I'll have some of the best YouTube channels that I found for weird stuff or interesting stuff and present that. But, um, this guy does real, you know, he's gone to fucking, you know, and bad, quote, bad neighborhoods, you know, goes overseas, just goes there and has real conversations. And I love, I love this fucking dude's take, man. I love the guy's show. I love everything about it. It's just exactly what I would be doing if I could fucking move. You know what I mean? It's great. It's great. But that, that thing, you know, I, I would like to make a trip down there to see what reality is. I, I did a lot of work in a town called Laredo, Texas, which is a border town of Nueve Laredo. And before, before the drug war, that used to be a great place, you know? So, the, the, you know, I am once again, no expert, but you know, when you, you see like in Juarez, which is the border town of El Paso, you know, I forget the umpteen thousand. It's like, there was a time where every year they were exceeding last year's mur and the murders were like, they were into the double, you know, 10,000, 20, something like that crazy numbers of murders. And like, if you were a coroner or anybody investigating them, they had to wear a mask and shit. So the cartel didn't know their identity. They had to disguise themselves at work, you know, because they were fucking police chiefs and everybody. I mean, there's fucking lawlessness going on right there. 10 fucking miles, maybe less than that right across the street. And so there's a lot of complexity, I think, going on to the border that's hard to put into a soundbite and for people to understand. And that's why I hesitate to talk about it because I don't live there and I don't really know the issues. And I find when I listen to the people that are living there, they're, they're not speaking dogma. It's not build a wall. It's none of this. But what they have to say is, is something, you know, it's more about the root. They, they have more insight to the root cause of this than our politicians do. It's kind of like in wartime, a 19-year-old infantryman probably knows a, a lot more about local political dynamics than any fucking congressman or senator because that guy's actually there, right? Not, not away from it pontificating. They're there. They're, there's, they're, nothing can substitute for being in it. And I, I suppose that if, they, if, they, if someone ever came to me and like, we're going to put you on whatever, I mean, I would say... I. I if I have to work this, I have to live it. I can't work this in DC. I can't work this in some fucking cube somewhere. I have to be there living the day to really understand the dynamics, the things that aren't showing up in this fucking spreadsheet or this graph that we're looking at with little plots, you know, of dots that I, that was the other thing I was looking at was a migration map of where they think, you know, they're migrating from is these little dots and shit. Well, I mean, that's all interesting, you know, and it, and it shows, an issue, but it doesn't give you any insight to the fucking root cause of the issue. And it feels like we're going after symptoms, not, uh, causes and just listening to people that are living through this. And it's fucking, I'll be honest. It's horrific. What, what the, it, you know, what, 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 what they have to deal with now, 
it's horrific what the other people on the opposite side of the, what everybody's having to deal with down there is horrific there's no monopoly on horrific right it's all fucked up but and i don't know what the answer is but it's interesting actually listening to somebody that lives it as opposed to somebody that's got a strong opinion that's sitting in the bar drinking it's different yep. you, you know and so i i highly I'll, I'll get this guy's show i highly recommend watching it's really good man because it's it's a travesty going what's going on you know on tv i'm not there right i'm sure it's horrific my god right and and i'm sure now here's the interesting thing and something to always think about it's easy it's easy to go this person's doing it all wrong everything is fucking wrong what they're doing well this is one of those things one of those issues in life where we need to just be humble and and not politicize it nobody knows what to do every this 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 problem is huge and um a soundbite it's not but nobody wants to address it my take on it is they don't really want to address it they, it's just you, you know because it's it's not fixable um in the short term and you can't look sensitive or whatever it is it's just it's easy to criticize but here we are We've got a new administration and it has nothing it doesn't it's not politics but you know there, there's not anybody that lives there that that's a part of anything working on this so you know let that's you know put together a, a real fucking team but really incorporate just like at work dealing with labor you're not dealing with the people that are fucking living it i just i just don't know i just don't know if we're going to get anywhere keep doing what we're doing you, you know what i mean and so but i like i said i don't know what the answer is <laughs> i don't but uh whatever the answer is involves changing situations and yeah. like uh like we always point out on this show uh there's no action that gets done everybody wants to maintain some sort of status quo uh with all the different all the different hierarchies of people whatever you're separating them by whether it's uh, uh economic whether it's racial uh everybody want is trying to the people in power are are not trying to fix these problems these aren't problems that anybody's looking for the actual fix nobody looks at the root cause of anything nobody's actually going there we just need to keep things the way they are well that's 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 there, the shittiness of our of no, our world today. It what it, it reminds we were talking about this before the podcast. There are certain it, people that are you know maybe somebody can relate to this. There might might be something at work that is whoever gets that assignment's going to look like a dipshit no matter how good they are. It's just one of those things. I think the border right now politically is in this political environment there's nothing but downside for a politician that's concerned about their upward trajectory politically. All right. There is no way to insert yourself to work on this without suffering politically. And people don't want to fucking uh, lose the political capital. So we're all running away from it. Everybody is running away from it. 
because you can't look good. You're, no matter what is going to be done, you're going to take it on the chin. It's going to take people that don't care about politics. Yesterday we were talking, this be the last thing. Why do the, the concept of sheriff? Is that, I mean, I got to do some reading about that. Is that still relevant voting for law enforcement, having law enforcement, a politicized thing? I, it's just something to think about, you know, maybe that funds would be better. I, I, I like, like the military. I, I, I really wish it, it, when you talk police reform, like the military police union, can't fucking, you can have a, you can have a police union, but no political contributions. None of it. I mean, you are apolitical across the fucking board, hardcore, just like the military. You get fucking caught, you're out. This is no politics. This is no Republican, Democrat, nothing. You will not show up at rallies in your uniform. You will not fucking, you know, have your unions donate to political parties. We are a, I mean, get what the, you know, as much as possible. And I, you know, we're talking about the corruption in some sheriff department. And, I, and I'm, look, they're great sheriff's department. I'm sure there's a need, but I'm just wondering the concept of having to vote for, I, I guess that's good and bad, but I, I think, I think there's a danger in politicizing law enforcement. And I think that danger is exacerbated in today's times. And I would want to have it. There needs to be checks and balances and all kinds of things. Um, I don't, I, I want it. I want law enforcement to answer to the civilian counterparts, but I don't want people in law enforcement to be political appointees or have to run for office. Um, it just, it just changes. Things. That's just my opinion. I, you know, like I said, I don't, I, I still don't understand the value of the sheriff. Can you help me understand that? What's the value no. of sheriff? Okay. No, I, I, I get that. I am totally in total agreement with you. I mean, this all, this, uh, this all uh, brings me into the, and I know we don't have time, the wider topic of uh, capitalism and our, and our fucking prison system and, uh, and uh, the budgets and, and uh, I mean, being someone in living in a state where, where I'm not allowed to love hempy. And a lot of that right. is because, uh, because of the, the budgetary uh, concerns of, of fucking police forces uh, and their, their opposition to it, because uh, there'd be no need if we're not fighting this fucking this stupid war on drugs there, uh, you know, so many people are employed in this war on drugs. And so, but so many people's livelihoods depend on it on both the, the legal the the policing side and on the illicit side so uh it's it's a bigger topic it's it's a it's a bigger topic than i'm sure we'll cover today uh, just the another another problem we have because it's just like the press just like the press because because the the almighty fucking dollar and growth and and all that is all that fucking matters in our society uh the the press is not giving us the news we don't have we don't have press that serves the people we have press that serves the corporate uh side of things and our policing is the same way in our for-profit prison system uh the dollar the dollar corrupts everything money corrupts that's uh, we all know it and it's in everything it's pervasive in the problems of everything we face the illegal drugs cause a lot of the uh the give the power to the cartels and when we go back and talk about the situations in war is and other things along those lines uh, that war on drugs is what is what elevated all these these cartels and gave them the power they had in the first place as opposed to a managed 
a managed fucking system of resources uh, uh, and 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 making things legal. Well, so there's be, so many directions to go in with that. It would be nice. I mean, you know, if we can live in a world where if you had rules, people aren't getting addicted to heroin and on meth and all these kind of things, and you don't have fucking somebody that's five years old drinking booze. I, you know, I mean, but then I look at prohibition and in our history, when we tried to have prohibition against alcohol and what happened, well, you just created organized crime and you made organized crime really fucking strong, you know, to where yep. we still have that. Well, you also created the Kennedy family too, you know, Kennedy's made their money from bootlegging. So, um, but they got out, you know, and quote, got respectable, but, uh, <laughs> Kennedy families got ties to organized crime, you know? And, and so, but that's, but that's not because they were corrupt. That's because everybody had ties, not everybody, but people in politics probably had some kind of ties to organized crimes because they wanted to get things done. And that's who control labor unions. That's who controls the Teamsters. That's who's controlling a lot of the a lot of the construction things going down in the Northeast is a lot of mobbed up fucking businesses, right? And uh, it's better now, but, you know, that's what that created, you know, and that's what that strengthened. And so human nature didn't change. You, you couldn't legislate. You couldn't legislate human behavior. What, so what you did was you tried to legislate our human behavior and now you created organized, you, you strengthen organized crime. Just like, yeah, it would be great. I don't want people to do meth and heroin. And I don't want to see that fucking all over the fucking place. Right. I was fucking, I had problems with opiates. I, I, you know, I get it, but you can't legislate that away. You, you, you know what I mean? And, and, I, but I'm also not fucking so foolish to think that the problem, the problem's never going to go away. There's the reality. People, people are going to get addicted to things. And I'm not saying have fucking, let's fucking go crazy, but just recognize the human nature, man, that, that people are going to fuck and people are going to want to do drugs and you can create laws against it. You know, and, and a lot of times when you do that, all the, the thing that results is a lot more tragedy because of you're trying to, you're trying to help protect and what you, you just don't recognize human value sooner or later. We just got to come to some conclusions, man. How, how long we've we been on this fucking earth doing the same, some of the same behaviors, Quit trying to fucking, it's, it, it, we're going to fuck. We're going to try. Wait. So if we're going to expand our minds, let's have some people model good behavior with it. Like, Hey, and I joke around, but look, man, if, if you're an addicted personality and you're just the kind of person that's going to get addicted to shit and that's just the way it is. Hey, you can do therapy. At the end of the day, you've got an addictive personality channel into something decent. And if you got to alter your mind, I'm here to tell you, everybody's different. I mean, look, not smoking weed every day is probably healthier than smoking weed every day. However, you know, if you are just in that fucking mindset, you've got to do some kind of chemical, then weed is the fucking safest alternative. So model, show people that model that, you know, we've got like that. I don't know if Elon's doing it, but you got this fucking thing going down in Silicon Valley with that fucking pill. I forgot the, the clarity pill, the oil, the, 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 that gives you the thinking advantage. And then all them guys are hopped up on that shit on fucking, uh, you know, the ADD shit to get their brains fucking thinking more creatively. Fucking Silicon Valley, half the shit that's coming out of Silicon Valley is fucking drug-induced, you know? During the Steve Jobs era, it was fucking LSD and all that stuff. The, you, you know, it just I'm not saying it's right or wrong, it just is, you know? Weed. 
weed was at the weed has been behind and as at the center of of programming since the beginning uh, uh it's a part of the there was a series on pbs uh the history behind the personal computer and one of my favorite uh one of my favorite interviews it's one of the the founders of uh of one of the, the companies he's in his hot tub out back uh he's uh older bearded and all that oh it was a beautiful time man it was the halcyon days you you shared your code you shared your weed it was just a thing of beauty and uh every great programmer and the majority of programmers i know they're not drinkers they're on weed yeah they're they're smoking weed and and if uh you had made the statement maybe it's not good to smoke every day if we're going to have a debate on that I yeah, want to take I, the counterpoint. No, yeah, I, I, I want to I, take that. No, I, no, I, I'm with for for me, for me, uh, you know, being on the pod daily is a good thing. You know, it's it's the way I it's yeah. the way I survive. I get through those days when I can't, but not happily. Yeah, not I mean, uh, not feeling right, and it's uh, yeah, that it, it'd be interesting to. I mean, all we can do is pontificate about it because we can't say the answer. But what if we had put our resources into into therapy and treatment for those because we make we make uh criminals uh out of people because of human failures because a human uh uh problem we all have have uh these issues we all we all could become addicted to different things and if we're treated as criminals as opposed to somebody that needs help and if we put those uh if we put the resources into help that we've put into law enforcement uh making them into criminals i i I really think things would be better. I, I, I'm, I don't know. Again, I'm talking out my ass. Yeah, but we all are. I know but... what's doing isn't working. Hey, I know dude, what do, we, is you know what? We, we tapped. We did a good job today, man. We talked about real shit without fucking saying this guy's a jerk off. This party's fucked up. That's a good thing. Once again, we wanted this is a peace and love thing. We're gonna talk about stuff, but all thoughts are welcome. And I, I don't have a political ideology. I'm act, I'm independent. I'm actually if you I don't like to talk, I'm registered as an independent. I was actually going to run for office as an independent, believe it or not. I still may try to do that one day if this world is ready to accept the. No, I'm joking. We got two <laughs> minutes left before they kick us off Podbeam. This is Will Dick, Wes. Any any final thoughts? Uh, enjoy the weekend, everybody. Same here. Enjoy the weekend. I want to thank everybody for supporting us sincerely. Um, it means a lot to me, man. And, uh, we're going to work on getting better. We'll see you Monday at, at nine, but also check us out at 11. I promise you, while there will be no amazing slacker, there will be something unusual and something we driven. So come with a sense of humor, man. Peace and love. Thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you guys Monday at the latest. Hopefully we'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, by the way, maybe I'll, I might do something tonight. It's Friday. So maybe there'll be, a, I don't know yet, but just hit the little fucking whatever it is, the fucking alarms on these fucking things, man. So with that said, everybody have a great day. Peace and love. Bye-bye.